Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. This is your host, Christian Awesome of the Awesome and Awesome group at Wilson Realty. Today, we have a very spooky episode for you guys as we're getting into the spirit of Halloween with our topic. <laughs> are, there, are they cows or are they ghosts? I can't tell. They're Dead cows. ghost cows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to talk about haunted locations in and around the Seattle area. We're also going to touch on the rules about if a seller needs to tell you if they think their house is haunted or not. But before we get into all that, let's say hello to the guests, not the guests, the co-hosts, the hardworking agents of the Awesome and Awesome Group. First the ghouls up, and goblins. The ghouls and goblins of the Awesome and Awesome Group. First up, we got the one, the only, Mr. Les Cutting. <laughs> Who is apparently a dead cow. Uh, we have Reed Watson. That's me. Mel G. Melanie Gadami. Hey, hey. And Nick Tool. Ha. Dead cow number two right here. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Toll. First off, let's get started with a question that we get asked a lot. Do sellers need to disclose if a house ha is haunted? What about if it's had a tragic past? Well, surprisingly, in Washington State, the answer is no. You do not have to disclose hauntings or deaths in a house in the state of Washington, even if you're directly asked about it. So because of this, we just suggest that clients Google the address and see if anything pops up online. Because really, I don't know what else you can do. Maybe talk to the neighbors and stuff. I mean, do your due diligence on your end. But the seller does not have to tell you anything about that. So what do you do if your house is haunted? Well, this might sound a, a little bit woo-woo, but some have had success by having a shaman come out to the house. In fact, a family in Seattle's Madrona neighborhood reported seen spooky sightings in their house as well as having unexplained spooky things happen inside the house they ended up hiring a shaman to come over and do whatever a shaman does and after that they no longer had any issues so pretty interesting all right so team what are some of your favorite haunted spots in and around the seattle area the first one of these haunted places that i'd like to talk about is my parents house since christian you're just talking about um, buying a haunted house. My parents did not believe in ghosts. They never believed in ghosts, ever. It was the furthest thing from their mind until they bought a fixer-upper mid-century modern home in North Seattle that had been owned by a very strange person he ha who had left a lot of remnants of who he was around the house, including weird weather instruments, uh, terrible renovations from the 70s, an organ. He was an interesting person. Um, after we moved in, my parents started hearing noises and I started hear, I, you know, doors would open and close on their own, boots would walk around. It kind of rose to a climax the day that my dad uh, bought a new shirt at the store and then it disappeared. He looked everywhere. He went through everybody's dresser it was not to be found. So eventually he forgot about it. Two years later, he opens his dresser drawer. The shirt was on top, folded neatly with the tags and the receipt. Nobody what? knows where it is. And I, I, it wasn't me, my mom and my sister, they swear it wasn't them, but he went through their dressers. It's not, yeah, it's not there. But to this day, 
if you play the organ in that house, objects will move on their own. And my parents now regularly talk to the ghost, even though they never believed in ghosts before we moved in. So. <laughs> Does he have a name? Yes, Mr. Carter. Mr. <laughs> Carter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. But, Creepy. All right. What, uh, what are some of our other favorite haunted spots in the Seattle area team? Uh, so as we just discussed on a recent podcast, one of Seattle's oldest bars, not the oldest, but one of the oldest, is Merchant's Cafe and Saloon, which was also a former brothel. It holds an important piece of Seattle history as well because the only photograph of Chief Seattle was taken in the upstairs of that Merchant Saloon building. So as far as hauntings go, people report seeing a ghost who slams doors, moves things around, turns bathroom faucets on and off. Um, one worker has also reported seeing like a male figure and a the story goes that a bartender was alone cleaning up for the night and thought he saw a man and he was worried that he forgot to lock up and was getting robbed. So he, quote, threw the glasses on the ground that he was holding to prepare for a fight. But when he looked back up, there was no one there. I don't know why you got to break so many glasses. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Intimidation. Um, but that's Actually... how that story goes i actually just saw on king five they featured the merchant's cafe on an episode about like hauntings and they talked about like the bartender one of the bartenders there was like yeah there's a gate with a padlock like a chain and a padlock that like walls off where the bar is apparently Mm -hmm. and they'll leave for the night and they'll come back the next day and stuff is just regularly moved all around and there's literally no other way to get to the bar than through this gate that has a padlock and it, they're like it is 100 percent haunted so Jeez. for that reason alone i want to go check it out yeah so another spooky spot is the university heights center nowadays this place is a community center but back in the day it was a school the story is it's home to a young boy who may still roam the hallways a lot of people have heard strange noises of children laughing and playing in the courtyard and just other crazy sounds have been heard around the the center, um, even when there's no children present. Creepy. My daughter goes to Broadway bound uh, like play practices there twice a week, sometimes three times a week. So we should, we should ask her if she sees anything. Yeah, I will. That'll freak her out. <laughs> no, don't ask her. Yeah, She'll don't ask. Go again. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Another spooky spot down in Post Alley is Kells. Kells has been coined at one point in time the most haunted bar in America. Not just Washington, not just Seattle. America, people. There's an awesome backstory. The Butterworth building used to be a morgue, and the pub um, is in the basement. And the bar owner says it was an embalming room. While many ghosts are said to appear here, their two main attractions are the little girl with the red hair and Charlie, who's said to appear in the Guinness Mirror, of course. Creepy. The next one of these uh, haunted places is the Hotel Sorrento. So this Hotel Sorrento is said to be inhabited still by someone whose name I can't pronounce. Alice B. Toklas, Toklas. She was credited with inventing weed brownies back in 1954. 
Yeah, so she's known to roam the halls of the Sorrento Hotel, the Hotel Sorrento, as a ghost. She's been spotted specifically on the fourth floor around room 408, wearing a white gown. She's also been spotted in the garden with a fur coat and matching hat. And I would be curious to know whether one is more likely to see her if one has been indulging in her her brownies. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that's why they all saw her in the first place. Well, rumor has it that Pike Place Market also boasts paranormal activity. Uh, Reports of ghost sightings are quite high at the market, allegedly because it was built on a former Duwamish burial ground. So Mm. apparently Princess Angeline, who was the daughter of Chief Seattle, lived in a cabin in part of the what's now the Pike Place Market um, until a treaty was established in 1855, ordering the entire tribe to leave, although she famously refused. So I believe she stayed in the cabin. And after her death... People have reported seeing her wandering aimlessly around the market. Wow. High places have some creepy vibes. Not the mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Another real spooky spot is the Hotel Andra. <laughs> this Belltown Hotel rests more than 90 years old. People report news of jazz music and breaking glass from the ninth floor. Though it suddenly stops whenever a guest comes in to investigate <laughs> for some reason. Weird. But when they leave, it happens again. <laughs> People also spotted a woman in 1930s clothing lurking about the guest's rooms. She's believed to be once be a hotel employee who fell to her death from a hotel window in the 1960s. Jeez. Wow. Quite some death. But she's wearing 1930s clothing? Yeah, from, no, from still wearing 1930s clothing. <laughs> okay. She was stylish. One other one that that I've always heard of is the original VA hospital on the very north tip of North Beacon Hill. Yeah. Um, I've heard so many stories about that being haunted. And now it's Amazon used to have offices there. Blue Nile had offices there. Uh, They still have PacMed Medical Center down on the lower floors. But up above, it was all like office spaces now. And I've heard lots and lots of of creepy stories which would make sense considering it was an old hospital and it is extremely creepy looking it, with its art deco uh, styling and stuff like that it's that giant brick orange brick building with the cool art deco uh architecture right right on the north tip right where i5 and i90 intersect you can't um, miss it you can't miss it no and it's yeah it's it's super spooky looking just on its own let alone knowing that it used to be a hospital and there's a bunch of ghosts there. <laughs> All right. So those were a bunch of fantastic haunted house stories and haunted business stories in the Seattle area. Um, definitely go check them out in person if you're so inclined, uh, especially around this time of year. It is, uh, especially Merchant's Cafe. I really want to check that place out. And I've been to Kells. I didn't know to look in the Guinness Mirror for Charlie. Uh, and I... Regularly go to the University Heights Community Center because I have to drop my daughter off there twice a week. So now I'm definitely going to try and look for dead kids. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost kids, okay? Dead ghost kids. Real spooky. Yeah. I'm totally checking out merchants. I've been to the Alibi Room, Pike Place Market. It's 
like anyone who's gone to the restroom at the alibi room uh like you go downstairs into this really creepy little area and i thought to myself oh my gosh i bet there's there's got to be some sort of haunting story about this place and sure enough yeah you look it up there is Jeez. but yeah i, I want to go to merchant's cafe now that that's yeah. really intriguing next team outing let's mm -hmm. go let's do it all right. Well, thank you for joining us on this very spooky episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. If you are considering buying a house and you don't want it to be haunted, let us know. We'll help you out. <laughs> we will see you next, well, in two Thursdays from now, because we release a new episode every other Thursday on the dot like clockwork. And we have for over three years at this point. So we will see you in two Thursdays for another great episode of the Awesome in Seattle podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.